Keister. Kramer. <laughs> I didn't realize that we had to fucking start this yesterday. I'm trying to take a sip of ice cold water here, Let's my guy. Let's keep this thing on schedule. Okay. All right. Let's let the trains run on time. I'm coming in not hot. It's I mean, hot enough outside. Hot enough outside. It's a fucking brain melter, man. I'm letting anything goes. Just anything. Uh, anything goes. I, dude, the other... Okay, so to other day, right? Mm -hmm. Remember when I got all those... Um, they were like an antiquated form of tape for uh, like that they used to use on television. Whatever. They're like beta tapes that I got a bunch of them from the Academy for free. Yeah. So I gave them to the Panorama to put in their display because they're doing that whole VHS tape uh, exhibition sort of thing. It actually looks sick. If anyone's in the area, every Saturday until, I don't know, sometime at the end of the month, I think. Maybe at the beginning of next month. They're playing this sick documentary about this woman that taped uh, television 30 years straight, 24 hours a day. Wow. And so they've made this like this little uh, thing in the lobby. She didn't wait for social media to do weird shit. <laughs> With all these VHS tapes, Ruby's made like compilation tapes. You can check them out at the front desk, watch them at your leisure, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway... I loaned them all these tapes, and then, you know, it sits till it fucking flips. It also, it sits until it inconveniences you. As soon as I loan them these tapes to put on display, I sell them on fucking eBay to some lunatic in Delaware, which I'm pretty yeah. sure... Have you, ever, have you ever known anyone that's been to Delaware? Bob Marley. Touche. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Delaware doesn't exist, well, but I, mentioned I guess it Bob before. Marley My twin exists. sister went to University of Delaware in Newark. I went to her graduation, and so one of the guys from 60 Minutes spoke there. Love that. What, Morley Safer? No, uh, Ed Bradley. Is that the guy with the earring? Is it? No. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. So, <laughs> it's fucking... I think it was 102 degrees... I go over the panorama. I'm, like, in the lobby. I'm, like, picking up all these, you know, tapes, trying to shove all these tapes. You look like some co-ed at USC moving in day. <laughs> <laughs> this is when everybody goes down there and moves in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm moving merch, you know what I mean? I'm making money moves. I'm over there. I'm trying to find all these tapes, trying to shove them in a box in order to take the box to the FedEx to ship to this idiot in Delaware, You're right? You're going straight from the pyramid to the post office? Oh, yeah. But, like... They, they came in two boxes. This guy buys both boxes. I have to compile them into one box. I'm like sweating, trying to Tetris this shit oh, into a box, right? Oh, I finally put it into a banker's box. It fits. I tape it eight million fucking times, sweating my tits off the whole time, right? Buy the postage. It's $30 worth of postage. Wow. I go to the damn FedEx, right? I like have to park at the end of the fucking uh, parking lot because there's all these fucking co-eds there. It's by USC. I gotta schlep this fucking box inside. I bring it to the counter. The woman's like, that's not a shipping box. That's a storage box. Did you go, but I'm a teak. Or no, you named some sorority. But I'm a <laughs> Omega. No, I said, uh, but, I said, but one, it's cardboard. But two, it's fully taped up. And three, I've done this before. Oh. And she says, it's not a shipping box storage box and I say it's still a box and you, she says you are right by the way in this this is no scam like you're just you're able to ship those things right well full I mean full on it's a fucking box that's taped up my guy and she's crawling up my ass and she's like well I mean 
if you'd like to send it in that box, I guess you can. I said, you know what? I would love to do that. Ooh. I would love to fucking send Ooh. it in that box, right? Ooh. But I was just sitting there, and I was thinking, this is going to be the rest of our lives, dude. What? Just uh, being pushed to your emotional and physical breaking point. That's true. Arguing with people behind the counter That's at uh, FedEx Plus or they whatever. don't know what they're doing. In 100 degree fucking heat for the rest of our lives. Well, that's why I say go for the convenient flips. When you're building boxes, you're working hard. And it's not a bad thing to do. It's good to be strong enough to get that done. But... Maybe stay with the easier flips for a little bit. Give yourself a break. It's 102 degrees well, For outside. a little bit? I'm telling you, this is going to be the rest of our fucking lives, Kramer. What, you mean the heat? It's only going to get hotter. Yeah, but we're good at circumventing the man and not living by his rules. But, I mean, this is, you know, we're on fucking, we're on man that's been dead for, you know, 20 years as rules now. Who? The fucking people that fucking... I mean, I guess they're still doing it. Pumping junk into the atmosphere to make it hotter. But I I'm mean, we all gotta fucking pay for the crimes of, uh, you know... First of all... <laughs> like, I moved to Texas in the 90s. I mean, I... I'm aware. I can function in this stuff. I know what it is. It's basically reverse winter. You just have to... It's just oppressive heat. It's just like you wouldn't go outside in the winter with no jacket on. Mm. You just you just can't go out in it as much. But like, look at where you you have a beautiful cottage here filled <laughs> with maybe ten to twenty thousand knickknacks. <laughs> we got, still have a garbage bag of clothing on the ground. I think it's been here for about three weeks in go. the I fucking call living it a room. Bag chair. I'm gonna go sit on it. Honestly, I mean, I, I've sat on worse. You know what I mean? You got pumping AC. I am pumping the AC. You got visitors who brave the heat just to have conversation. You know, conversation, a shot of coffee. How's that, by the way? That's a little cold brew for your ass. Oh, thank you. Let you me take you another that? sip. Thank yeah, you. you're going to need to take a little sip of that. I'm going to take that sip right, right here on this episode of Grift Horse. Last night I was editing one of the episodes. Yeah. And I placed the woo perfectly right after the theme song. I mean, it was without anything except I think it goes right there. And then it went, keep bump bumping, da 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 and that's what I'm talking about when I talk about artistry, okay? It's not just a job for some people, the chopping. Thank for you. some people, it's a way of life. I was listening back to the Jaws debate. Mm, yeah. Have we uh, reached a consensus uh, Well, you know, consensus by the, on by that? the third What's up? letter of people asking me to go do it. Of people saying, like, what the fuck is your problem, Kramer? I got to go do it just because, hey, that's what the people want. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what do we do if not give the people what they want? Yeah. I mean, if, if, if this podcast was about what I want, it would just, I would talk about my family probably the whole time. 
down. Happy, I guess this is our Labor Day episode. This is our, you know what I mean? Ha- happy, happy Labor Day to everyone in a union and happy Labor Day to everyone suffering without. And congrats to humanity just for the fact that, or I won't say humanity, but to all Americans that our forefathers had the heads up to realize we're going to need one day off work. (laughs) (laughs) There's a magic number they know, like the way the guys in Vegas know like what the over-under should be. Mm -hmm. They know the exact amount of days that if you make people work, they'll just be blood and riot in the streets. Oh, so you're saying the only reason why the proletariat isn't rising up and uh, killing its master is because we get Labor Day off? I'm saying that's in their (laughs) minds. We give them Labor Day, we give them a few parks scattered around. We won't build Mm -hmm. on every available lot. Mm -hmm. That one's called a park. There's some trees there if you want to go. How many people use their local parks in L.A.? I would say more people that live in an apartment building that have a pool. Yeah use that pool because nobody ever uses those pools Mm -hmm. more people use those pools than use the parks well i mean yeah that's uh, well parks i don't know well when you okay you grew up in jersey do people go to parks in jersey people californians we're not fucking park people man that's an east coast thing you're ocean people well even uh when i was a kid it's funny you're saying this when i was a kid and i was taken to a park yeah i always thought it was a depressing jip as compared to a pool or the ocean. Or uh, like an amusement park or something Yeah, it's like, like we would have to go to North Jersey sometimes. And then it's just like you're in a park that's crowded with other people that need a park. That are using uh, like a grill that's been there for yeah. 30 years and is just rusted as fuck. Yeah, not good. You, you, you go to a park on a class trip and then adults cook for you while you run around, mm-hmm. chase rabbits and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. So what's up with this, Josh? Let's decide on IMAX or 3D. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking because it's your first one, you shouldn't start with 3D. So let's do right, IMAX. Right, 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 and right, right. It seems right. like everyone in the letters was saying IMAX. Let's, I mean... Let's do IMAX and then it gives us something to do next year if it works out. I then def- we'll go to 3D. I defer to you, of course. The beauty of it, you know. Well, wait, you, you already have... Does that fucking AMC thing you have still work? I don't have one for 2022. Okay. Well, um, that still, you know what we could do. I got the damn stubs. You know, you get like four movies a week. Kaboom, kabam. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. He says rubbing his brow. I'm sorry I'm saving you fucking money, man. But it's, just, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? To see Jaws. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying. It's like. You know what I'm saying? It's like we had to do some special thing for you to, like, see a picture of your childhood home. It's like, you know it. You know what it is. It's like somebody going, and then we'll park, and then there's a 20%. And you're like, all right. I I know what I'm, I already know it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just... I'm saying, and you know, and this this could be construed as a money saving tip. You can share your stubs, dude, because it's unreasonable. Oh, good call. Most people, it's like you get four movies a week. I'm not gonna see four fucking movies a week. Go in halvesies with someone else on the stubs, and then you know it's half price, really. Right. Honestly, on. well, no, I guess you can't see the same movie twice at the same time. Anyway, what I'm saying is like if you book something with the stubs, like the stubs A list or whatever the fuck your ticket. 
It just sends it to your email. Forward that to you. You could use that. Just like any friend can do that. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, just let Folks, me know. Is Kramer actually thankful? Send us an email, Griff. You're not getting my point of view here. It's like, you know what I'm saying? You've already... You know how many times, folks, how many times has Kramer said, you know what I'm saying, in the past 30 seconds? Send us an email. Do you email. know what's in your closet right now? Mostly. All right. Is it a thrill for you if, if I whipped open your closet door and you saw all that? No, I see it every day. Right. So it's like if I was going, there's going to be a picture of your closet up at Universal City Walk. If we get the thing with the thing with the thing, then you can save a dollar off the thing. At least appreciate that. I understand what you're saying, yet at the same time, same time, same time. <clears throat> I still, I really, I truly God got in the way of whatever you were going to try to say. Truly he, don't he, understand the he, pushback. He played defense on that one. Truly don't fucking understand the intense fucking pushback. Speaking of jaws and <laughs> sharks yes. and dolphins and flipper and. and Flips. I got some flips of the week. <laughs> Kaboom. How about come back to the five and dime Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean. Do you know that movie? No. Um, I, don't, I forget. It's like it's some indie movie from back in the day. Okay. 24 bucks sealed. 24 bucks? Sealed. Kaboosh. And that was sourced at a wood grill gang. Sometimes there are gems there. Somebody picked up an Austin Stories DVD off eBay. Congrats on that. Congrats to that. You know what else we got? What's that? <laughs> we got something in the mail. Oh. Uh, really? Yeah. A jockey sent us. Well, well, you What's know, up, jockeys? As I, <laughs> what's up to all the jockeys all around the world? You know how it is for me, babe. I show up sometimes, see a box on the front doorstep. I'm like, oh, it looks like Kramer got something else again. Thankfully, this is for both of us. This is from this is from Bezos, but I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be a bitch about it. Bezos. We got there's a little note with it. Flip and Griff fuel for HMK and MBK. Keep on pumping from Ryan Jacobs. Whoa! Look at this. Look at this little care pack. Ryan, thank you so much. Boom. Whoa. 18 cashew cookie Lara bars. Damn. A fat fucking roll of bubble wrap. Holy, How did he know this is I just needed like a more? Care pack. So do I. And caboosh. Oh, the blue Some tape. Some blue scotch tape. The, the painter's tape. Painter's that's tape. Easy brand for name. People to peel off. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. How are we gonna split this? Well, there's two rolls, so I would imagine oh, really? I get one and you get the other. All right. How about that? <laughs> I didn't know there was. There's doubles there's, of all this. Well, we gotta we gotta split everything in half, like uh, a king, you know, cutting a baby or whatever. You get nine bars. You right. get half roll. You get one roll tape. Right on. Kaboom, kaboom. Ryan, this is fantastic. This uh, just goes to the heart. Supplies go straight to the heart. You know, it's you gotta you gotta you gotta stay on board with that because the worst fucking thing in the world is when you sell some piece of shit. And you got to be like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't have a box, I don't have a bag, I don't have bubble wrap. You know what I mean? Crawls up on you. It's absolutely right. <sighs> I wrote something down here about the pyramid. I don't know what it is. Oh, I, I realize what it is now. Okay. What pelt are you using for your notes, by this the way? This is Rocky and Bullwinkle with De Niro and uh, <laughs> who else was in that? <laughs> who else? It was like directed uh, by Des Mackenough. 
the fuck? Jeez. Written by Kenneth Loggerin. Wow. Lo- Loggerin. Uh, uh, we got De Niro. Natasha. Jason Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natasha played by Rene Russo. Yeah, it was it. Mm, Rene Russo. Russo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have no Rene Russo picture discs, not one. I mean, I would be surprised if there are any that exist, to be completely honest. You're a novice. Correct. <laughs> Why don't you teach me, Kramer? I'll teach you something right now. Why don't you now. teach me everything you fucking know? I'll teach you something. What? So, I said this, I touched on this once before, that when you get into a new area of grift, like, don't be so quick to throw everything away, because you don't know yet, like, what the important stuff is. New area, you mean, like, if you start working in different, like, a new product line, let's say? Yeah, like, like, when you started cracking mug or whatever? Right. Yeah. And then you go, well, I don't need this mug, but then, oh, later on, you realize... So, think about this. Remember when we had the meetup at the Pyramid? Mm-hmm. Think how many discs. I remember you left, like, a crate of fucking discs yeah, like on the a, street, Yeah, dude. it was like a suitcase or something full of discs. yeah. yeah. I was giving them away to jockeys, but then nobody wanted them. I dumped them on the street. And so then you find out in hindsight, like, all of that could have been bottomless wood grill. Yep. So the lesson is learned again. Like, just be a little careful. Like, I just got into uh, CDs a little bit more because I got that hundreds of CDs the other day. Mm -hmm. Like, this is trash. This is trash. I go, wait. Wait. Take a step back. Take a step back. Maybe it's not. Hey, maybe it's not hoarding. Maybe it's just forward thinking. There you go. You know what I mean? And then you got to Recontextualize. Decide. I mean, if your place is stacked to the brim, well, then you just, you're a hoarder. Yeah, you can't just keep everything. Right. Make some decisions, though. Make, make some educated guesses. Decision points. Did I ever tell you about the time that I went to the uh, George W. Bush Library and Museum? That and tracks. They had, <laughs> the decision points. Where's that? That's in uh, Dallas. Okay. There's this thing. What were you doing in Dallas? uh, I think I was driving through. Okay. Um, But they have something in there called the Decision Points Theater, where you can go in and then they they present you with like a an issue that GW uh, had to deal with during his administration. If you think it's so easy, you make it. Yeah, exactly. It's It's like, well, here's what your advisors are are saying. Here's what the evidence points to. Wouldn't you think that Saddam Hussein had fucking, you know, nukes oh or whatever? God. It's all to get him off the hook for yeah, being yeah. a lazy stooge. It was brilliant. I remember when they, were, when they were showing, they had the big hearing to prove that they had WMDs over there. Mm-hmm. And I remember they pulled out a draw, a drawing. It was a drawing of like a vehicle that had like, and I was like, that's a drawing. Like, <laughs> I... I, is, am I the only one raising my hand here? The proof was a drawing. <laughs> I mean, what is this, 1850? We don't have uh, the printing press I yet? Remember, I was working at this place called Halleck Healy. It was a, the production company that did scare tactics. And it was, right, it was before they had decided, like, hey, that guy around the, the hanging around the writer's room is scary. Like, let's put him in. Mm-hmm. We were working on this other thing, but I remember that's when, like, you know, they were beating the war drum to get that whole thing cooking. Mm-hmm. It's a drawing, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't anybody listening to me? They, they could have went down to Venice Beach and grabbed the caricature guy for that. <laughs> anyway. Any hoodle. 
What's Look, up, I man? I took a political on that one. Huh? We got any letters? That we read those on Kiss My Griffs. We could read some here. Um, we don't. Megan, I want to congratulate you. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's rare. And, <laughs> Go on. I'm listening. I'm also going to congratulate me. Ah, okay. That's more like it. And the jockeys. Mm. Do you know I saw a statistic? 90% of podcasts end by the 20th episode. <laughs> 90 90%. How about that? We're already at 164. I mean, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Am I right? Thanks for that platitude. <clears throat> well, when you love what you do, you never chop a day in your life. You know what I mean? Yep. When you love what you do, every chop is a gift. I was on TikTok the other day. Mm. And Here there's we go. that guy, American Arbitrage. You know, I found this at the thrift store. $4 plus shipping. Shipping. So you would have loved this. He walks into Woodgrill mm. and he goes, Woodgrill. Well, he used to call it Goodwill. <laughs> he goes, uh, $7.99 for shirts? And he goes, that means you think that this old beat up camouflage shirt is worth $8. Mm-hmm. And this it was just, you know, some random corporate polo shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, Goodwill. He goes, you think these shirts are worth $8? I just think you're ripping us off. And then Oof. right across the thing, ripping us off. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you can't you can't go too high on this stuff. Finally, someone with the cajones. Actually, but you know what? I was thinking about it. Literally, it was yesterday. I was thinking about this. They pl- they price everything so fucking high because they know. You know how they have like oh, it's twenty five percent off yellow tags, fifty percent off red tags. When it's one of those sale days. It's like the illusion of value. Ah. Do you know what I mean? Where it's right. like, oh, it's 50% off $9. Now it's, quote, only, and quote, four. It should still be less. I mean, but that's, people are inclined every, to buy it when it looks like it's on sale. You know that's what I mean? Every, that's every retail place, not just wood grill. But, yeah. Oh, the illusion of value? Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they just, yeah, they jack it up to give you a sale. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love when a restaurant... Have you ever encountered... This usually happens at a heavily discounted sushi restaurants, which is my favorite kind of sushi restaurant, because <laughs> I don't value my uh, life. Um, but I love when a sushi restaurant is like, half off all day, or whatever. And it's like, they have on the menu, it's like, $10, and then crossed out, $5. It's like, no, it's it's always $5. There's no point in the day. It's, yeah, it's not like... like uh, they're be- going out of business sales in New York. Between the hour of 12 and 12.01, I would have to pay $10. But for the rest True. of the day, it's fucking $5. I feel, I feel like we talked about this on an earlier episode, but those play, those all-you-can-eat sushis, it's just they wear you out. Because it's like... You just, you're not going to eat that much more than if they just said, hey, $15 for this much sushi, a finite amount. Like, you just can't eat that much sushi. Try me, babe. Well, you camp out there for six hours and just stuff yourself just to show you gotta them pace that yourself. you... You got to pace yourself, my but guy. Jack, do you really... You're talking w- to someone who spent 12 hours at Sioux Plantation before, okay? You got to pace yourself, all right? Bring a computer. Bring some books. You intimidated? You scared? You fucking scared, Kramer? You know, you scared of I- how much I can eat over a series of hours? Does that terrify you? You're wasting your breath on what will be a chop. (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, 
I'm all for getting a good deal, but at some point, it's like, I'm not going to sit there for 12 hours just to show some regional manager that I beat the corporate pop. Like, I'm, that to me is like, then it's like, I'm the one working too hard. Wow. You're the one working too hard. Well, I mean, you could always just do the, you know, bring some Tupperware. Oh, one my, and done, don't in do and that. I mean, look, I worked on the, I worked at TJ Friday, so I've been on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Don't be the person who, who, like, orders an iced tea and then just keep bringing me salt teens. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you do lose face as that person, and you, you also risk the staff taking revenge in some untoward way. Well, that's what I mean, you still, I mean, you tip. Uh, let me ask you as a former server. Okay, so usually when I'm like in a situation where it's like I'm going to pull some hijinks against corporate or whatever. Like I got 18 coupons I'm going to use on one meal or whatever. I always tell the way, like, I know worry, I know I'll I tip. look like a scumbag. This is a scummy move, but I promise you I'm going to right. tip well. I'll tip you on the full amount. Do, do you believe people when they tell you that? Most people never say it. You just have to guess. You just have to wait till the end. But if somebody were to say it, if they were, to are you say inclined that, to believe them? Yeah, if they if they were to say, it, I think well, they'd have to be an extra dick now just to walk out. But nobody says it, and the people that use those discounts to the hilt, they're not going to tip the the right amount. Well, that's where we're flipping the script, dude. You know what I mean? Just because I'm exploiting a corporation doesn't mean I need to punish my fellow man. So, are you going to tip? Above fifteen percent. If it's a situation where it's like I get something for free or whatever, I tip like fifty percent. There you go. That's do you the know move. what I'm saying? That's the move. Yeah, it's but just it just you makes can sense. You also see like that's why it's a pleasant surprise if somebody gets a good tip, but you are wearing out. Like you can see why servers get worn out by some dumb promotion where they don't get tipped a lot because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like they still have to do all the work, but then they don't. That's why you know you might get shitty service or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's a lesson right there. I mean, folks, pay it forward. If you're grifting a corporation, that doesn't mean you have to stab your fellow man in the back. I agree with you that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I like to take advantage of whenever there's like some promotion. I don't know if they still do these, but they used to do these back in the day where it was like, it's free. Cappuccino explosion at Starbucks delivered by Postmates Day. You know when they do that shit? Where it's like, get a free blank or whatever. And it's like, I'll always just get those just to give the person a tip. Really? You know what I'm saying? When's the last time you did one of those? Last time I saw one, which I think was like maybe two years ago. (laughs) Retrograph. But they might have more. I mean, you know. Whenever it's like a fifteen per fifteen dollars off your first twenty dollar order, just fucking do it because you're fucking the corporation, and then you give a give a little sweetness to the uh, person who has to toil on behalf of the corporation. That's good, but I mean, I don't know. I don't mess with any of that delivery stuff, it's the surcharges, and then generally I mean, speaking, I do not too. I mean, that's fucking stupid. There's been a weird thing. Shout out to anyone else who goes on Reddit just to read and learn. Mm-hmm. But it's like. The last month, maybe that's a little much. Maybe the last three weeks, it's taken over by door dashers. And just every story on there is just like, this person said this, and so this, and so it was a dollar, but I went, and just like, 
all this minutia, but it's like Reddit, the front page, whatever. It's basically taken over by every story as you scroll down. It's just DoorDashers lamenting the fact that everyone that orders shit, like orders 7-Eleven to be delivered to their house is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. All different stuff like that. And then just all the little weird things that happen. And so because of this, I had to do this. I have infinite uh, pity for the people who have to work on behalf of DoorDash, Grubhub, uh, ETC, ETC. I do too. As I do too. Fucking but nightmare. Also, come on, listen to Griff Tours and and you would have other subways there to is, supplement. There is a better way. If you're currently suffering through that, I mean, thoughts and prayers, but also rise above. You know what I mean? They fucking... Rise they, above. <laughs> rise above. Those people get paid oftentimes less than minimum wage because these companies have yeah, like negotiated a way to have them be... Yeah, that's what a lot you know. of the posts are about. Like, so, I'll do, and then it comes like, out oh, to three well, bucks an hour. I've just worked for three three hours and I made five dollars. I also have to say, from reading that, a little bit, I'm gonna factor in two percent that they're Gen Zs and that this may be their first job. Mm. So it's like my first probably ten to twenty jobs was just me complaining about I can't believe how bad it is that I have to go there all the time and that it only pays this much. Yeah. Part of it is just the gripe of like you were a kid, you were told that it was all going to be great, but now you realize you're just a cog in the... In the corporate. Capitalist. (laughs) Capitalist clusterfuck. Yeah. So get your meds. Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, so part of it is that, but also it does look like I mean, just from being stuck in traffic in L.A., I was just like, if I had to be out here all day and then... Well, I know, like... Some bruh just grabs it from me at the door or whatever. He's got coke on his nose. Plenty of people who who do it, obviously. I mean, I know a lot of fucking people who do it. And the worst part about doing it in L.A. is delivering to celebrities who don't tip. Or delivering to someone where it's like, I'm driving to the head of Lookout Canyon Mountain or whatever. And they don't give a shit And they don't fucking... And it's just like, that's how the rich stay rich is by being the sociopaths, I guess. It's funny that you mentioned that just because I know... I've known this person for 25 years, but they are a sociopath and they lived on Lookout Mountain. (laughs) Well, I mean, hey, Dr. Policeman, we gave you all the clues, like... Look out mountain, dude. Watch out. Watch out. You know what I'm saying? That's truth in advertising. You're very likely to go up there and serve someone who has absolutely no empathy, has never had or even sniffed a service job ever in their life. Yeah. But also, I mean, just in general, I don't, I don't, I can't think of anything I need that bad ever to like make some fucking human being have to like you know schlep over schlep to Panera and then fucking drive in snaking traffic in 100 degree heat to walk it to my f- to leave it on my doorstep like I'm the queen of fucking England I know, Do you and know there's I mean? all these weird methods now where they just like bang twice and just leave it there mm-hmm. it's like I'll hear this bang on the door downstairs I'll just look down there's McDonald's sitting outside it'll be out there for like an hour and a half sometimes <laughs> I feel like the people ordered it the night before but then didn't wake up to go get it well, that's better than like. There's so many times because I'm just I've I've always been like really fascinated in a like I don't know possibly unhealthy a degree to a possibly unhealthy degree by that like yeah 
<laughs> buy like Grubhub, DoorDash, like you know all this like unethical fucking outsourcing delivery shit. And I, a friend of mine, does it, and I would just ride around with him just to like see what it's like, you know. And the number of people who are just like, Would you eat French fries? What's that? Were you pulling fries off oh, the fries top out of the bag? <laughs> I would. No, the number of people who are just like, I, I'm in apartment 3D. You like, you have to, you know, basically like drop the hazies on your car. Yeah. I'm in fucking Koreatown. There's no parking. You got to leave your car in the middle of the street. Go upstairs and basically like chew it up and spit it in my mouth like I'm a baby bird right, for right. me. Regurgitate it's like no, 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 no. You're the one asking a fucking human being to do this. Go downstairs, bro. But they're also on that end, they're probably stairs. like, I, I paid 12 extra dollars to have it delivered, and they could only leave it outside where a dog runs off with it. <laughs> it's just a headache for both sides. It's, and it's like, you're just contributing to such fucking misery, man. I know. You're Meanwhile, just making these venture capital fucks more powerful. It's just like, I mean, just even when I see a drive through now, and I just think about, it's like, what you just didn't plan? What do you mean? Oh, it's like oh, it's eight p.m. and you have no food in your house. Or it's, so what yeah, you it's just like, didn't or plan? Like, you know, lots of times I drive past past uh, Chick Fil A, you know, on mm. the way here, mm -hmm. and it's just like backed up traffic, fifteen cars deep. And I was like, what has your day been? You just like you didn't think in the middle of the day you would need to re-up on your energy <laughs> you just didn't think about anything well what is i mean i guess what is your day in that aspect of like oh i'm sorry you have uh, you, oh you you're you have an hour's worth of just disposable time that you could sit in yeah, your car in a driveway thing. waiting for a dry i'm talking fucking post-menopausal woman's pussy dry fucking chicken That'll sandwich dude please just the driest sandwich you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like you're Saharan, rolling the dice dude. that they'll even make the stuff correctly. Saharan, my guy. When you think about it, I mean, you're just, you've run out of energy. You need more energy. Yeah, so we'll sit in the line, and then we'll eat it, then we'll go into a coma. It's just like, I feel like, uh, I'm sure it's not just this country, but most, this country the most, it's just like most of the time spent away from work is like, Planning to go eat, eating, mm. and then recovering from the eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's just like you know, whenever you like go to the go to dinner with uh, someone's parents or your grandparents or something, and everyone's talking about a meal they've had at a secondary yeah, location. Exactly. Yep. Some <laughs> other place they ate. Folks, have you ever eaten anything since you mailed Griptrishpon at gmail.com? I, I went to visit some relatives, and it was just like a. The bulk of the trip was just spent like milling around outside restaurants where they wanted to go or they had planned we should go, and then there's like a 55. And they minute always want to go somewhere where there's a 55 fucking minute wait. And yes, you, and, and then you, you get the food there. and it's mediocre at best. But I, mean, I and it's spent fucking the 55 cold. minutes going like I don't yeah I don't do stuff like this, and then like ch people chit chat for five minutes, and then like I walk a look window shop down the strip mall, kind of walk back, and then it's like ten minutes have elapsed, and then I I, I just kind of like yeah I don't do stuff like this, like I eat when I want, and I do things <laughs> off peak, and I don't I avoid lines like this, and no one listens. Then you get in there. And it's French toast. And wasn't it so good? And you got the, <laughs> oh I my listen, God. we wanted to feed you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Who is it all for? <laughs> Folks, who are these people? I mean, I'm out like a, you know, like a uh, hunter-gatherer. Off-peak, though, that's a good fucking point, man. Off you live, peak. You live your life off-peak, it gets easier, baby. Of course. You ta- I'm talking eating at five. I'm talking... Thank you. I just got invited to an out-of-state Thanksgiving. I'm just like, what are you thinking? Why would somebody... It's like, off-peak. If I come visit you, it's going to be a regular dead-ass week. And you'll May. go, oh, yeah, but we won't have time because I'll be working. I go, fine. That's your life. Do it. I'll be doing mine. <laughs> I'll be sitting in your air-conditioned well, house wh- on May 8th waiting yeah, for you to we, get home from work. Let's do it on Thanksgiving so we fight. And then when you when I get to your town, it's not even like... You know what I mean? It's not even regular, like, oh, we got to get to Turkey, and then the McGillicuddies are coming over because they make a salsa, and it's just like all this random shit that they don't even do on a regular week. <laughs> I'm going to see your town, but I'm going to see it on some, like, day where we're all just putting on airs. I'm going to see your town. I'm going to see it when nothing's fucking open. Thank you. That's nothing's interesting. open. That's fucking interesting. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I got a all, all points bulletin, all hands on deck. Keep your peepers open for this. A-P-B. Okay. A, pe- a peeper <laughs> bulletin. A peeper bulletin. Okay, so loveseat.com. I've already gone on and on and on about it. It's a place where you can fucking buy shit that people return to uh, Walmart or Amazon or whatever. It's all perfectly good stuff. You can sell it. I got my hand really close to Howard's face while I'm doing this. He's shaking his head. He's upset. If you ever go to see Megan live, sit in the front row. I bet you come to the lip of the stage and you just start mind-melding people (laughs) with that thing. I realized, I think it was when I was in Philadelphia a few weeks ago, I realized that as I was, I I don't even know what I was yelling about. But I was yelling about something and I could just see the spittle foam come out of my mouth. That's a chop. Yeah. How is this not relevant to what we were literally just talking about? Some people may be eating. No one eats while they listen to this show. Absolutely wrong. People eat during every podcast. You eat during a podcast. Wow. Low fucking blow, dude. Can I continue? I'm hoping. You're hoping? You're hoping I continue? Okay. So... I found out I got the plug on What the fuck are these things even called Let me pick one up Holy shit that is a mother of a thermos I don't know why I never heard of it previous to now It's like a military thermos It's called a a Mana Titan Mana is the brand name I got four of them for maybe like 20 bucks or something. Holy crap. These things sell for like $60 a piece on eBay, dude. What, is this for survivalists to, have to store water? I get It's a... How big is it? It's a 1.5 gallon or 4 liter just fucking thermos. Mondo it's like the thermos. biggest, heaviest, it's stupidest like thermos the I've possibly ever seen. Thermos I've ever seen. Yeah, it's blacker than uh, the heart of a man who refuses to pay child support. And eats venison. And eats venison. It's holds up to seventeen cups. Anyway, if you come across, it's called a mana. Hang on, I just thought of that guy out there. Shout out to the hunter who saves money by killing animals, but still doesn't pay child support. (laughs) I I hope a antler gets stuck in your. In your craw. Yeah. Keep basically, folks. 
if you see one of these, it's money. Yeah, it's that money, looks, baby. So, so how, what do oh, you I get guess, for it? Uh, I got four of them for like 20 bucks. What do they sell for? Like 50. Damn. Yeah, pretty good profit margin. It looks like this might be a Costco exclusive. Is that a tough shipperoo with its size and weight? That's the thing. I got to figure out how the fuck am I going to send this thing? Looks like a thing, missile. Though. That's probably why they like it. It looks like a like a, you know, death from above. I mean, I'm holding it. It has no liquid in it. It's and still yet my heavy. wrist is already shaking. I wonder you see what, what I'm it is about that thing that they like. Can you read me some of those uh, attributes? Uh, textured feet to securely sit horizontally. Do they like that? Oh uh, yeah, because you don't. Yeah, you could lay it down and it won't roll away. Small spout for drinking and pouring. Large opening for cleaning and adding ice. Fold back double handles or convenient transportation and storage. Condensation free. Non-slip silicone base. None of this is particularly interesting. It looks like or it's innovative. Just, yeah, full-on hunter or military guy. Yeah. So, uh, as long as toxic masculinity exists, I believe these will be perennial sellers. Right on. Perhaps someone will fill Keep it with deer blood. Keep your peepers open. What's up? Perhaps someone will fill it with deer blood. You know, if they filled it with cold deer blood, it would actually stay cold for 120 hours. Oh hell yeah! So. Cold-blooded. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Drinking some blood. Cold-blooded. Let's have some fun. Dude, okay, so we were talking about... Uh, you ready for this? Yeah. Hang out. If you, like Kramer and I, don't drink, hang out with people who do. It's easy. Everybody does. Most people don't have problems with alcohol. This is where this is where the money saving tip comes in. By money saving, I mean money generating. Hang out with them until they're done hanging out at the bar or whatever. They're drunk as a skunk. They open that Uber app. Uber's like, we want thirty dollars to drive you eleven minutes, and you scoop in. You say, you know what? I'll take it there just for gas money. You're making five bucks. Kaboom. You make five bucks to go <laughs> hang out with drunks all night. <laughs> The soda water's free. You sit around, you wait. You know, time is worthless. You might get laid because they're drunk. And then, $5 make you holler. Kaboom. Also, there won't be any traffic because it'll be late, to, late at night. Shout out to me for driving Claire back to her hotel last night. I can't wait till gambling, the apps are legal in California. I think you're going to be all over those things. Dude, I already fucking fuck gambling apps, man. I told you about you, you remember when I went to Las Vegas to drive to Arizona to try and make a fraudulent sports bet? <laughs> you know, and I it found, went poorly. I found the 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 notes I took because when the guy was telling us that scam on air, it was yeah. like we were both thinking of doing it. And I still have that paper where it's just like too many steps. <laughs> and you did it, and it was like meet a guy by the Hoover Dam who hands you Dude, a code. Dr- yeah, we drove to the Hoover Dam. I rented a car, drove to the Hoover Dam right over the state line to place this bet, which was immediately canceled. I mean, in retrospect, could have done it differently. Should have staggered the bets. Hindsight's twenty twenty, gang. Tell you learn. Gang, uh, check out Megan's Substack. You can go to haveasummer.com slash shop. Pick up an Austin Stories DVD. Summer, I mean, it's Labor Day. It's the end of corporate summer. If you live out here on the West Coast, you could still enjoy the water and the beach deep into November. If you're in the other areas, I hope you had a summer. I hope you didn't squander it. 
I hope you took advantage. Send us your song, Osama. I'll do that on Who Charted. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> check out whochartedpod.com. Head on over to the Chart Mart. Pick up something over there. Listen to pre-stream. <laughs> something and do this. Who Charted over there. Yeah, he's rubbing his eyes. Check out Drop Day Duel. This week we got Megadeth versus Youngblood. <laughs> She doesn't know who new bands are. And do, um, I'm sorry, do I have to? Am I um, contractually obligated to know? I can't, I've seen it twice so far. I gotta say, they got there's a new movie coming out. Got the pop case. Oh, wow. Speaking of movies, I say movies. Speaking, you shall receive. I'll tell, as Kramer's getting his case, let me tell you about this. There's a new movie coming out. I gotta say, we got Julia Roberts, George Clooney. Pooh, Blood, and Honey? Their, their parents, you know, the daughter's getting married. It's just all it's just all bickering. Okay, it's screwball is crazy. I'm, we're looking at two masters at the peak of their game just having fun with each other, Kramer. It looks good as hell. What is it? I don't know. You, you really do want to see it. Oh, hell yeah, I do. You like bicker movies? Yeah, I love screwball movies. Why don't you just listen to this show? Oh, okay. <laughs> There's no visual component. Popping case, big fat liar, Frankie Munoz, Paul Giamatti, Amanda Bynes. Wait, am I even recording? What the fuck? You're happening? not recording now. Here we go. Popping case, big fat liar, Frankie Munoz, Paul Giamatti, Amanda Bynes. Will Paul Giamatti be dry humping the floor? Let's find <laughs> out. Pop. Oh, nice. Wow. Damn, dude. That is a fucking blue Giamatti pig. How about that? Yeah, that's wow. Paul Giamatti with blue face. Wow. Handle the dismount. I'm handling the dismount. Shout out to... Hey! Oh, did you... Wait, did you open this because this is trending right now? Dan Schneider being a, being a pederast? No, this is full. This is full coincidence. Screenplay by Dan Schneider. You remember Dan Schneider? That was the guy that had all those Netflix shows in the '90s and early thousands. Oh, 1000s. that weird guy is looks obsessed like a child. with children's feet. Oh, that's a, one of a his BuzzFeed kids article, movies. and like, there's like Whoa. multiple articles have finally just dropped. Everyone knew should this I guy was. Hashtag Dan Schneider on this. You should probably hashtag Dan Schneider to be completely honest. Okay. Uh. Yeah, finally. This is like one of the biggest, shittiest, worst, like, open secrets in Hollyweird is that this guy was basically a sex pest but for children. Right. And it didn't take until, um, fuck, what's her name? I think her name's Jeanette McGurdy. Just released that, like, she, like, a, a book. She was in one of the, like, iCarly, maybe, and she basically talked about Yikes. him being a piece of shit. Wow. And so now it's that. finally coming to light. I tell you what, you. You're being, you're you're on you're on uh, you're, you got your finger in the zeitgeist. Right on. Well, uh, check that out. <laughs> <laughs> what a last topic, and uh, we will see, see you right, right here, here next week, week on Grift Horse. As soon as I loan them these tapes to put on display, I sell them on fucking eBay to some lunatic in Delaware.